Hey everybody, welcome to another SDGC After Hours review, and this is a really exciting one. Um, after 19 years, 19 years, we have a brand new Metroid game. Uh, Metroid Dread came out last week after being announced earlier this year at E3. Let's say brand um, new mainline Metroid game. Unbelievable! I, I actually, I honestly can't believe this is a thing that exists. Um, I, I just, it, I, I, oh, I'm so happy. And as you can hear, uh, Derek is here as well as Finn and Justin. And what's interesting about this review is that Metroid is a really like a. A, a really landmark franchise for all four of us, I think. I'd say so. Yeah, absolutely. I am the Metroid Fusion respecter. I have logged on. Hey, Metroid I Fusion's mean, Fusion great. Rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, D Derek, I, I, you and I had a conversation, and like Metroid Fusion was a very formative game for you. Fusion is the definitive GBA game for me. It's my favorite Metroid game. It is one of my favorite games of all time, easily. Uh, I know that now people are coming back around on Metroid Fusion in, in modern days, but I remember for a very long time, Fusion got to be the black sheep of the Metroid franchise for most people. So I, all this time, have just been like, it's one of my favorite games of all time. I love it more than Super. I love it more than Zero Mission. Excuse me, Zero Mission. Love it more than Prime. It's my favorite game. And here we are with Metroid Dread, which is all the good parts of Fusion with all the stuff that the rest of the franchise did maybe better in some parts. And I want to be clear, um, you know, we had a, there were a lot of expectations for this. Uh, Finn, I know you in particular. Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to self proclaim myself as the resident Metroid fanatic. So I, dude, we're all Metroid. Fan. I, it's my It's probably my favorite franchise right behind final fantasy. Um, yeah, I, I, th I think we're all on a pretty close tier of yeah. loving this series. We all mainlined Dread like it was oh my god, a, a much Bro. needed fix. Yeah, like well, no, and that's the important thing, right? Is that like we all <laughs> we all finished it within the weekend, I think, or just in a little I, it after. Took, it took me a little longer because of work and stuff, Probably work schedules. But um, yeah. But I think I think out of all of us, I think Finn was actually the one who was most nervous about how this would turn out. Is that accurate, Finn? Uh, no, I was pretty much are on board from the get-go because i loved samus returns uh, so i didn't have any okay. worry that mercury steam would uh crush it see i had some i had some trepidation on like some of the story things that they were going to do and the emmy concept and stuff but oh um, i loved it oh my god like from and also well the problem is is and, and real quick john because yeah, sure, we, we came in we found this out during the uh um our DMs is that I, I went on a media blackout. So like, I didn't even know, like I, 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 I now know that it's not a spoiler that a certain boss returns, but I went in completely blind and was blown away by that moment. I was so Oh yeah, excited. me too. Me too. I, I only watched that initial trailer. Yeah. That's all I watched. The initial trailer. That was it. That was well, it. I mean, so just to be clear, like, I mean, so for anybody who's listening to this review, we will be getting into spoilers because I feel like we, we need to talk about we'll the be talking of the game. about some. Um, well, mm, I, I, I think let's I put think it this important. way. Let's put it this way. We're going to probably casually and openly talk about content from pre twist point, And then we will talk about the the post twist and the final boss and all of that important stuff towards the end in a spoiler well, section. 
Yeah, we'll make it real clear before we That's go on that stuff. That's fine. So let's save all that for the very end. That way, That's fine. people who want to hear about the game can still listen to most of our review discussion. And uh, and speaking of the review discussion, we can go ahead. I feel like we can go ahead and kick that off. Um, I have game I, fucking I, rules. Twelve out of ten review yep. over. The only so, dread I had was having the game spoiled for me before I could finish it. So 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 right off the bat, like it is having having finished it. I am almost actually finished with my one hundred percent item playthrough. I didn't want to do it my first run through. I just wanted to go through and enjoy the game at my own pace. Um, and now I'm going through and I'm doing my 100% item run. It is my favorite 2D Metroid. It is better than Super Metroid. It's my favorite Metroid um, game, period. Yes. I'm with Derek. I count the uh, the primes in this, and it just it smokes it. Um, I, I think it, for me it's up there with Prime. Uh, I, I prime, think for me, yeah. two, I think 2D <laughs> and um, the 2D Metroids and Prime are different enough that I think they scratch slightly different itches for I me. I think so, too. Um, but like, I think this is easily my favorite of the 2d Metroids. So right off the bat, guys, has Samus ever felt this good to control? No, no. like a game the, plays like a fucking dream. The controls I mean, are phenomenal. Like it's so rare that we get a game where it just, just moving the character feels good and it's instant. It's from the second you touch down on this planet and you yep. get control of Samus like just the way um, that she runs, the added slide ability. Yes, um, it's so it's oh, so it feels good. good. Like it, it's like butter. Being able did, to go into such... Morph Ball from standing it's directly so into cool. yeah. a, a two block high crevice, for example. There's a lot of bullshit that's been trimmed out. In well, and try, like trying to like wall jumping is way easier. very intuitive, very and easy, good. super um, easy. And there's a great visual feedback on it too. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's that that splash off effect yeah. from the wall. Well, yeah, no, it fixes so many of the issues that like like I think Super has had such an endur enduring legacy because like really advanced players um, have found some really cool tech. But like this, I think even for, you know, your <gasps> casual first playthrough feels amazing in a way that few games do. And so many like games with like this style of progression and this style of exploration you don't feel good at the beginning like you have to get several of the upgrades before the character even feels right to play as and this doesn't you feel it feels great from the beginning well the game and, uh, well, no i was actually gonna kick this over to you finn uh what i wanted to say was you know speaking of uh, speaking of the beginning of the game what i love about metroid dread is what it does to subvert players' expectations. When you go into a 2D Metroid, you're like, okay, right off the bat, I'm going to go get the Morph Ball. And then three hours into the game, two hours into the game, I'm like, where the fuck is the Morph Ball? You know, is it like, even it here? 100%, like, and, I was like, wow, they're making you wait for bombs and Morph Ball, like, a long-ass time. Like, I was the, really impressed You by get that. some really unusual upgrades before you ever get the Morph yeah. Ball. And I, I think you it. get I, I, I think you get it, the Varia like, suit before you get the Morph Ball. Or, yeah, or, 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 like, right after it. Like, yeah. No, right before. Is it right before? Okay. And I got to tell you, um, you know what's crazy to me is I kept waiting for a high jump boots and they never, never. came. Yeah. Never came. Never came. Yeah, no, they, they did a good job remixing um, some upgrades into other things in this game, changing up the order. Um, it, it just, it play, it makes it feel less like it's working from the same exact formula as yeah. so many as the other, of the other 2D games have been. 
And I mean, even just down to the fact that this is a new planet. Like, if you go through the the other 2D games of the series, like, the first SR388, game SR388, baby. S, like, it's it's literally just Zebus, SR388, and then simulations of those same planets. Like, this is the first one that's actually had a new game, like, a new planet and a new yeah. location in a long time. Well, I and mean... they they actually use that to their advantage with, like, the lore and the order of things and stuff. And I, I was very happy about that. Well, and speaking of the order of things, another way this game subverts player expectations, and I'll kick this one over to Derek, is Derek, where do you, in, in every 2D Metroid, where do you start the game? So this is one of the things I mentioned. I streamed the first couple hours of the game right. on the SDGC That's channel. why I wanted to kick it over to you. Yes, and one of the first things I noticed, so almost every Metroid game has you start at the ship work your way down into the core of the planet or the center or some underground base, and you are starting on the outside working your way in. But you actually start Metroid Dread waking up closer to the planet's core with your prime directive being to get the fuck out. It's just so cool. get to the service surface, get back to your ship, and get out of here. That's the entire yep. objective from the start. And I love that inversion of the usual metroid formula there's a lot of no finn please please darn it john there's so much about this game that uh it it plays off what your expectations of a metroid game is even though it still fills that like checks off all the boxes of what you want in a metroid game but the way it goes about it is so is so uh sneaky and i love it and you know what and i'm gonna say like fusion really did it well but this might be dreaded is the new king of just atmospheric storytelling. Mm-hmm. The way so much gets foreshadowed in the background. Yeah. The like, backgrounds, the backgrounds of this game are phenomenal. Um, oh yeah. And like, that's something I also want to touch on is like so much of the art style. Um, like a lot of times when games go from like pixel art to actually being in 3d, they look wrong. Like it just doesn't look right. They right. nailed what they Metroid did. looks like. While also, like, the, there's a lot of animation in the backgrounds, like, and, you know, a lot of foreshadowing that Finn mentioned. Um, but the color and the, like, way everything is modeled looks like Metroid through and through. This is aesthetically my favorite the series has been. Their use of color, the use of, like, contrast and darkness and light and background details. Samus's new suit is probably my favorite look. The, I love I, that splash. I love that blue and white. Like yeah. the varia yeah. and gravity like uh variations of the new suit also just look so damn That good. splash of white really does oh, a lot to help yeah. elevate the look. That and the big and the, chunky like, the green lights. Yeah, that and the big chunky sneaks are a really what? good look. Oh uh, yeah, like, yeah, she, she's got her Mega Man boots. Yeah. Um and it, you know what the like the little details and I mentioned this to Justin when I first started playing it I was like look what happens when you fire your arm cannon you can see it heat up for a brief second uh right on the very tip and then it cools down and after you stop firing Samus will adjust her stance slightly because she's not she she doesn't have to plant her feet and fire anymore like well and like, like and also if you go to like aim through like a, a narrow crevice she'll like brace her arm up like it's her so, one hand and then put the, ca- yeah. the arm cannon forward. <laughs> like there's so much detail. And, and what you know what? Speaking of the arm cannon, <clears throat> um, I wanted to uh, real quick. I wanted to loop it back to gameplay real quick because there is something that I, I forgot to mention. And that's um, e- like I love that some of your classic abilities are now stacked on top of each other. 
uh, it makes yes. the experience so much more streamlined. Like sp- specifically, uh, missiles. You start well, off with you know traditional Metroid missiles fusion, we, right? Yeah, and then but, but then you get your super missiles. No, but and yeah, because in super missiles, those were still separate in fusion. No, yeah. they weren't. Are you sure? Yeah, it was just an upgrade. Did, didn't you have to charge no, them you had, in fusion? No, the diffusion missile you did. The diffusion That's right. Missile. Okay, you're but right. But the you're super right, yeah. and the ice missiles were just upgrades on the regular right. missile. Okay. So okay. See, I haven't played. I haven't played fusion in a yeah. long time. Well, and see, that's the thing is what what it is so clear. A knowing that Mercury Steam originally wanted to remake fusion and not Metroid Two and got put on Metroid Two, but then that and then playing Dread, you realize how influential fusion was down to the way that we talked about how dread heavily remixes the order that you get some classic items well fusion did that fusion gave you the wave beam last which is yeah. very unusual. Yeah. i'm not counting getting the ice beam during the well, final dread boss. also did wave beam last yes um ice yeah, missiles instead of an ice beam which dread did as well um and taking, i mean that was a, that was well, a story that's plot thing based. Fusion, yeah. That's, yeah that's plot taking based. the diffusion beam from um other m was kind of a wild like oh we're gonna acknowledge other m at all okay yeah you know <laughs> but, so like guys so there's something else we need to talk about here and that is samus herself um and bad bitch hundred percent down Hands down, this is the most badass characterization of Samus in the entire franchise. Like, you know I, what? I mean, it, it it takes the the over the top Team Ninja other M cutscenes and actually makes them like work because like, the cutscenes and even like the uh, the the counter inter, uh, interactive cutscenes and boss fights make Samus look so fucking cool and badass without being like over the top and cheesy. I think that a lot I of the stuff in Other M, M a lot of those cutscenes worked. I mean, I think the problem with Other M was that it was like just dialogue bombardment. I actually think if you stripped the dialogue track from <laughs> from Samus in Other M, you would you would gain a lot. Um, and that's unfortunate because I'm not on team Samus should never talk. I think that Tam- Samus should be a speaking protagonist. It's yeah. just that Other M came at it real hard and real bad. And that spoiled that for a lot of people. So, I mean, Other M's script is just not, completely unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so, other like, M, mm, another time. I, I, so, I, well, I, let's not get started because yeah. we could go for a long time on that one. I, let's I, talk I, about I, Dread instead. Yes. I knew that um, the moment I knew that this was the moment I knew that Mercury Steam just gets Samus's character was when you feel, was when you beat Corpius, which is the first boss. And, you know, and there's a moment uh, after he takes enough damage to where, you know, the fight ends, he's growling and snarling and she's just standing there, like kind of just staring at him and she waltzes around him while while charging her arm cannon. And then he turns around and faces her and she stands there just just like with an almost just like a nonchalant stance and then slowly raises her arm cannon just blithely fires fires at him and then does a flip through his tail and that's when that was the moment where i was like fuck i was like mercury steam gets uh, this think about the ending to the digger not fight in samus returns that everyone lost their shit over that like 10 seconds and i think nintendo and mercury steam both looked at the collective internet losing its shit at that small cut scene and when they were like let's that, amp it up let's that, dial it up like yeah. five more of those in this game yeah there is yeah. there is a moment that 
has my single favorite uh, Samus just body language thing, and it's where you meet or talking to the character Quiet Robe. Yes, uh, and and you you're on the ground and you're aiming and you're you're trying like yeah. uh, you're about to fire and then you realize oh not a threat and she just kind of chills and puts her rests her arm on her on her knee and just kind of like relaxes and it's 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 probably the most calm and like chill it's, I've ever seen. Th- no, dude, when she spoke so cool. when she spoke uh, when she spoke that single line of dialogue in Chozo, yeah, I got chills. I was like, it, oh, that <laughs> like. Okay, I was gonna I was gonna wait till the spoiler section to mention that. No, but, that's um, not really a spoiler. It's not really a spoiler if you know Samus's backstory. If you've watched the trailers, you know that Chozo are alive in some form. But we also in said we were gonna stick spoilers about the end twist and stuff. I like I, the quiet robe section is don't is plot. That's current, plot early heavy, plot. but I don't know that I consider that the twist. No, that's okay, not the but, twist. Anyway, let. On that note, like that moment was what really, really sold this character as I shouldn't have Samus for me in general. Like, I mean, I I loved the badass, like vicious, uh, you know, stuff that they showed. But that also was just like it showed like a sense of. Of respect to Samus's legacy, like it gave her more of a personality, but beyond you know oh she's just gonna kill everything yeah um like she was listening and she cared and she responded like in the language because of course you know she was raised by you know that race and stuff and like and like that was that was what like that moment just made me feel like they get samus like she's not just this cold-blooded killer she's not like the doom slayer yeah um (laughs) but like but like you still have those awesome moments where you see her in combat, like those awesome like counter moments and QTE moments and stuff. But like, she also does, you know, care about making sure things end up safe for everybody. Well, like, I, I just, I just really loved that whole section. That, well, and I was going to say, and then, and, and I don't want to give away specifics, but there's a couple of sequences where Samus really just loses her entire shit. Yes. In battle mode. And and that's also yeah. really cool to see, too. We've really seen quite a, a spectrum of behaviors from Samus. You know, we've seen her as the confident badass in this game. We see her in kind of more peaceful, quiet, pensive, you know, friendly moments. And then we see her in straight up like berserk mode. And I it makes I, her feel more full fledged as a character. Yes. Yeah. She has uh she has range and she has just like I don't know it's it's this is the best uh, Fusion started it and then it was continued in Zero Mission and Samus Returns but cuz Metroid was never the most plot heavy uh franchise but they really started hitting you with with lore around the Metroid Fusion time and but this game by far has my favorite uh plot of a metro game like the way it brings it all together and makes the whole franchise feel like it's come full circle felt so satisfying well and because it was still like more minimalist than other games with their storyline and i just i loved it well speaking of it go ahead justin oh it just like this game finally feels like this like i mentioned this earlier but like you know the, the different location but this game in general feels like it's finally moving on and it finally is like okay we need to do more with this franchise instead of just remixing the same things over and over again there's a lot of recurring things that just don't appear in this game we finally got beyond like space pirates and stuff like that 
and the game and the game really decides to flesh out the galaxy and Samus and it that re- was really exciting for me because Fusion started it and then it's been 19 years and no one would ever touch the story of Fusion like and I was starting to feel like maybe that was a Nintendo thing that they're just like we're not we're not dealing with what happened in Fusion well and, and this did and I'm so happy about that. When speaking of things that are recurring, there is, of course, a a, um, a recurring threat present in Metroid Dread, hence oh, the title of the game. Segway. And uh, <laughs> and right, I know. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad he said recurring. I can use that. Um, and of we, of course, we are talking about the Emmy, the seven Emmy throughout the game that yeah. uh, that present uh, by far the the greatest threat to Samus. Out of you want to call you want to call talk about Dread. Like I've never, I, I usually don't play scary games, but when I was ever faced with an Emmy door, knowing what I was about to walk into, like I would tense up so bad. I would be like, I don't want to do it. Is there any other way? Can I sequence break this game somehow? I don't want to deal with the Emmys. They <coughs> freaked me out there every was time. A, a great uh, like piece of art I saw getting shared around that was Samus standing in front of the, the Emmy doors leading into those areas. And it's framed like the uh, the the famous bit from uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. And goes, ah, shit, yeah. here, yes, we, go here we go again. Yeah, yep. I saw. So, so let's so talk the, about let's talk about the Emmys because yeah. I think if you're like most of us who saw the first trailer, maybe the second trailer, and then tried to stay out of the long gameplay demo demonstrations and things like that, basically each area, each region of the world has a chunk of it cut out where there is an Emmy robot patrolling. And when you are outside of that area, you are safe. Whenever you have to transition into that area, which the game frequently forces you in and out of this area uh, in your progression, anytime you're inside, the Emmy is a like Resident Evil 2 Mr. X style permanent invincible stalker. And holy shit. It is, um, yeah, I, the first four of these put Mr. X to shame easy. (laughs) So, so my one fear when we first, uh, you know, were introduced to the Emmy, uh, and the concept of the Emmy, uh, in the initial reveal. And then, you know, the treehouse gameplay was, I was like, this is cool. I I hope this isn't something that's going to pursue me through the whole entire game. Um, because, you know, like, you know, the crux of a 2D Metroid is going at your own pace and enjoying the environments and soaking in the atmosphere. Um, and I, I, I was like, I really don't, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like I'm being rushed, but what they've done, but it was so smart of them to, to lock these zones off to each Emmy. So, so you're not worried about, you know, okay, you know, unlike the police station in, uh, Resident Evil 2, like, you know, this thing isn't going to chase me throughout the entire game. Uh, and what they did, and I love that each Emmy has um, has something that makes it different from the other versions. Yep. Um, and it's really fun to try and figure out what ability you're going to get from that Emmy based dude, on the fast Emmy. Dude, the fast Emmy, fuck that. Fucking like, Zippy like, is the like, worst. Yeah. No. no, for me it was blue no, Emmy. Blue. It was ice. Blue was pretty rough too. Blue Emmy was the bane of my existence because blue Emmy was also the only one where you had to get super like the timing to take it out. Yeah, it was so tight. I, it was the only time I had to go to into our Discord and be like, "Yo, 
how and people were like oh you got to go here i'm like ah damn yeah. okay see and like yeah, so i'm a little bit more mixed on the emmys i think than the rest of you i i don't think they were bad i just like they weren't scary to me like they weren't really tense so they were just kind of an annoyance but thankfully like you were kind of just in and out of those areas pretty quickly so i i didn't think they really got in the way of the flow of the game and they were kind of like a nice thing in there for variety um but like the thing that kind of bummed me out is like early on, I think it might be this is either the second or third. There's like a point where you're like running and then you have to stand on a thing that like that like fills an area with water and like and you have to make yes. sure enough water gets there so that you can you can like raise a platform to get forward. And it also like falls on the Emmy and slows it down. And like that was my favorite part of like any of the Emmy encounters. And I was hoping they would do more like that where you have like kind of just like these environmental puzzles to solve for how to slow them down or how to traverse forward instead of just like sprinting from one point to another until you get, you know, are able to take them out. See, and that's Um, the thing that I think that the Emmy threat ends up being very front loaded in a lot of ways. Yeah, because they they do a good job of taking a break from them yeah. at one point early on you have almost no abilities and granted the Emmy are much simpler early on too. Right. But by the time you hit about the mid game, Emmys are threatening as long as it takes you to kind of work out what their new gimmick is. And by the last one or two of these, you almost have so many traversal mechanics that it's much, much harder for them to pose much of a threat to you. And I like that, though, because I did feel like I was more powerful. Yeah, it 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 feeds into that sense of progression and growing strength that Metroid always excelled in. That's a good in. point. It's like cuz you start the game feeling so helpless and especially when confronted with the enemies that are immune to everything, but once you get more traversal mechanics, then they become more manageable and more manageable until now they're you're you're just kind of it's like infusion. You sh- you know, like with the SAX, the first time versus the final time. It's yeah. just you feel like you felt yourself change and grow more powerful over the course of the game. And it's a it's a dope feeling. Yeah. yeah. When, I also just thought the SAX <laughs> was a much, much better uh, version of the concept. But I didn't I didn't dislike the Emmys. I was really worried early on I was going to dislike them. Um, but like I, I'm just kind of neutral on them. I, I wish they had done more with some of the encounters. So I I personally really loved the Emmy sections because it was something new and it was something that you know I I I thought I thought that I thought it really added to the impeccable pacing of the game. Um you know I I felt like it did a really good job balancing exploration on your own terms uh against you know okay there's an unstoppable murder bot after you and you've got to get the fuck out of there. Um, and what I really, one of the things that sticks out in my mind most about the Emmys is actually something that Derek said when he said Metroid Dread, I'm paraphrasing Derek here, but he said Metroid Dread confirms that every brain in the galaxy fires flaming Cheerios. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that those were the the callback to the original mother brain fight. I know. Well, I mean, they were from, they were callback to fusion too with the Aurora units, right? Uh, Aurora units were prime three. Oh, that's yeah. right. Prime three. But that's yes, right. That's yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, giant brain computers with one eyeball surrounded by flaming Cheerios is becoming kind of a, a weirdly common technological theme in Metroid. I mean, it, but it's probably the same person that designed all doors to be opened with gunfire. Probably. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's a good sure. point. 
Absolutely. I don't question sure. that. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, all in all, and I, I think this is Chozo. probably a, can I think talk about the difficulty and the counter system and stuff first before yeah, we get into spoiler stuff. Sure, because please. I think that's um, some of the stuff that sets this game apart from other games in the series. I think, and let me put it this way: I think that the minute-to-minute gameplay and traversing is actually. I think a lot of people are going to want to ask how this changes from Samus Returns, and because I think Samus Returns was a pain in the ass to navigate because enemies were so hyper aggressive yeah. that you always had five different random bugs just up, <laughs> up your crevices at any given time. And Metroid Dread's wildlife is a lot less aggressive. They do still attack. They do still become aggressive, but some of them don't attack you unless they're attacked first. A lot of them attack, but just much less frequently. So... I was worried I would be using the counter mechanic constantly just to traverse like in Samus Returns. That's not the case. But these boss fights are hard. Yeah. So this game like. And I, I, I think the counter thing, I, I thought it was a good addition in Samus Returns. There was some, some issues like Derek said, and then also just Samus Returns biggest weakness was that it was a remake of metroid 2 yeah um and like a lot of the stuff that was i think weaker links with that game was just stuff that they couldn't drop because that's just metroid 2 um but like here they really heavily integrated the counter mechanic into into especially in the boss fights but like i i really enjoyed it because it felt like you know the old god of war qtes kind of but it was linked really directly to you pulling off a mechanical feat in game. It wasn't just like a ran like you do damage and then, you know, at a certain point, a button prompt will appear and then you hit a bunch of unrelated buttons. Like it's all linked very directly to what Samus does and how she controls. Um, and so those moments when you finally get the patterns down and you finally pull off some of these counters and you can do these like really flashy, huge damaging sections are just so, so satisfying. But it does take a lot of trial and error and learning. But here's um, the thing, though. But here's, you, the, oh, here's the thing, though. Like, like I, I agree with you. And I died a lot. Sp- sp- oh, like, yeah. Like, like, specifically to the final boss, but none of it f- ever felt unfair. Like, I never wanted to quit and be like, fuck this. It's this not is even bullshit. That, like, you, you know the what? Checkpoints are yeah. the, the, so the merciful game, that it. Yes, it the helps game so does much. not punish you for your time. It's difficult, but it's not making you pay for it. So when you die. It's like John said, it doesn't feel unfair because you're going to learn the pattern, but also the fact that there's like no load time to jump back in. The game over cutscenes over in like a second and you're just you're back in and they like in an Emmy section, they'll put you right back out the last Emmy door you walked in at a boss fight. They'll part you right back before the boss fight. There's no run back. The game respects your time. It's not like other quote unquote difficult games where dying means you lose 30 minutes of progress like this. I didn't mind the difficulty of some bosses because of that. If I had to have long, if, if you had to give me one of the area transition load screens every time I died, Ugh. I think we'd be talking a very different story yeah. here, but the game is so forgiving and accommodating. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah, you died. We kicked your ass, but hey, give it another try, buddy. Keep going. And like and- the enemies are insta kills. Like you can counter them, but it's it's like a nearly frame perfect. Thing. Also, I yeah. don't want to flex on John too bad, but I did beat the final boss in my second try. Well, damn, good for you, Finn. 
I will say I loved the added difficulty of the boss fights in this game and the fairer difficulty of the boss fights in this game. I think this was tuned just where I needed to be to be like a good challenge. I Same. do. I, I wish, don't want the series yeah. to keep pushing like harder than this. No, but I, I think this is like the this is like the up upper limit where I still find it very. Let me put it this way. When I beat the game and it went hard mode unlocked, I went, ha ha ha, fuck this. (laughs) It feels sarcastic. Yes, because (laughs) after you go through that final boss fight for it to be like, do you want to deal with that? But worse for me was like, nope, nope. I don't want any more of that father. Thank you. Yeah, no, but I wish there was an easy mode too. I wish there was at least some level of, of difficulty adjustment because not everybody is going to want a game this hard, but I think a lot of people would love this if it was just a little easier. Um, and it's not also something the series has been really known for. Like, Samus Returns and Prime 2 are fairly difficult, but in general, this series hasn't been known for high difficulty. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think that might, you know, even some people that are, like, long-term fans of this franchise might be kind of taken aback by that. So I think that this is a good time to hop into a spoiler discussion. Um, yeah, so if, so, you, if you do not want a big <laughs> chunk of the best twists of the game spoiled for you, then know that this game is very good and worth your time unless hard games scare you, which is totally reasonable because uh, it's a hard-ass game and not everyone's going to be able to beat it. So... So, yeah, so this is the spoiler discussion. Spoiler so if you don't want to hear it, curl into a morph ball and roll the fuck out of here. Uh, Here's a spoiler. Is it just me or did you keep waiting for the high jump boots to show up? And then never did? <laughs> I mean, I, I, uh, speaking of kept waiting for something to show up and never did. Yeah, spoiler number one. No, Ridley. No, Ridley. No, Ridley. Is this? No, it, it was. I'm no glad. Ridley, no, actual Metroid showed up in this game. No actual Metroids. Well, no space pirates whatsoever. There was no, a no, Metroid no. at the end. Well, well, okay. We'll get no, to that. that's no, no, no. But that's, spoiler one is I mean, no like, Ridley, which is weird because yeah. when Kraid shows up as a boss, my thought was, well, so we're going to see Kraid and Ridley again. And no, they were really like, we have, you have been hit with enough Ridley in recent games. Um, well, it makes sense because in Fusion, Ridley was already dead. Yeah. It was yeah. Just, it, but it was just, an ex parasite. I think we were yeah. all waiting for the the ass pull, right? Cause there's been a lot of ass yeah. pulls behind Ridley returning, but it seems like Nintendo really wants to create this, this established continuity and stick to it that we had the same Ridley through various degrees of regeneration and robotic parts all the way up through super. He died in super was cloned in other M and then the X parasite took the, the clone DNA to make the Ridley X infusion. But, so which like, game was like, Meta Ridley? Uh, that was, uh, was Prime. Prime. That's right. Okay. Um, but which, of course, you know, you'll get your Ridley fix in Prime Four for sure. I have. Oh yeah, because it's it's um, almost I mean, certainly going to. be. I mean, Ridley's yeah. not going away forever. Yeah. But yeah. I was very glad he was not. Me like, too. I mean, although I always miss hearing that boss, I that know. boss theme, hearing that boss theme, like because they added him in last second in Samus Returns. He wasn't in Metroid so Two originally. Good. I they added it. him in Samus Returns, and it was a really good moment. Um. But yeah, no, really, but like that the, the Metroids when, are done. They're gone. The, yeah, the Metroids yeah. are the, actually extinct. The only point. piece of 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 Metroid anything anywhere is what's left of the of the Metroid DNA inside Samus. 
the vaccine. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we jump into that, I do want, I, I do think we need to uh, um, just shout Cray to mention for being such a cool fucking boss and his introduction in this game. My uh, only is just my is, only regret is that they did not explain how the hell he showed up. Yeah, there, there needs yeah, to be an explanation. We, we got a picture. If you, if you look at the uh, if you get a hundred percent in the game, you unlock a bunch of art galleries. You unlock a piece of uh, uh, plot lore artwork for each area you hundred percented, and they do show in that one is a bunch of the Chozo warriors wrangling in Kraid into his shackles. But it doesn't explain how Kraid survives Super Metroid. So I was going to say, did, yeah. they, did they do that after you beat him in Super Metroid, but before you blow the planet up? That's all I can think of. I'm not sure. No, that's a, it's a good question. Or honestly, is it just another of his species? Because it's not like Kraid is shown to be, like, smart. Maybe there's just so, a couple of them. So here's the thing. I, so ultimately, Kraid is in there because Mercury Steam was like, we're wrapping up the Metroid 2D storyline. We got to throw Kraid or Ridley in there, and Ridley's right? had it's his time. It's time, right? For so, so, so we got to throw Kraid in there, um, just for a for one of those classic 2D Metroid bosses. Great recreation of the boss fight. Every bit yes. as good as the Ridley boss fight in um, in Samus Returns in terms of a great update to a classic boss. Very, very mechanic. Very similar. A lot of callbacks to Super Metroid too. Um, yeah. During Kraid's boss, I mean, fight. there's a lot of callbacks to like the whole franchise, which I think is good because like so much of this series has been like, oh, this is just going to be a retelling of one of the old games or just kind of standalone stuff. And I'm really glad that they let a lot of this thrive. But I think well, I was so used to them finding a way, like you guys were talking about shoehorning Ridley, and like I was like, okay, how are they going to explain that the Chozos actually had a secret stash of Metroids here this whole time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I was waiting for it, and it never happened. The one thing they did do was the double fake out with the X. Yes. Because yes. the yeah. whole plot driver of the game at the start was that we were tricked into coming to this planet because of a video showing an X. And then they go, oh, well, you know what? This was probably a deep fake. And even Adam's like, yeah, I'm starting to think that shit was a deep fake. We need to just get the fuck out of here. And then you find out that no, 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 no. Ravenbeak and his like particular group of Chozo did straight up have an infestation of X on this planet. So at the, what is it, like the two-thirds mark or the half mark, yeah, something like yeah. that? I'd say around the two-thirds It's around mark. the two-thirds mark. You end up re-encountering the X out of nowhere, and suddenly the game becomes Metroid Fusion. The X escape. They have infected yep. the entire rest of the planet. All of the enemies are infested with X now, and as you kill them, the, the parasites pop out, and you can absorb them like in Fusion. Or they sometimes combine into new a stronger monsters, yeah. which was just a wonderful way to pull like a symphony of the night style, like last act twist to the yeah, entire yep. game world. I loved it. I loved it. I really like the fact that, uh, like when you find out what, uh, Raven beaks plan was and how it was all derailed because oops, a daisy, we let an X infest us. It was an, it was an among us situation where they, <laughs> they came in and uh, one of his soldiers was an X. And just like that, the whole fucking house of cards. It's like a zombie apocalypse yeah. okay, so, but with parasites. So it was beautiful. Honestly, and the, also the biggest um, oh shit moment for me in the entire game, in the entire game, even more than the X's, was that big Adam reveal. Um, when you re when you find out that that Adam was not Adam, it was uh, it was Ravenbeak the entire time. I thought uh, that was just the last 
No. Yeah, I, no. I, I thought it was just the last one. It's the whole time. It's the whole time. Fu- so I went huh. back. Reddit did a whole fucking deep dive. So when you first land, because he Adam never, in your computer lady. is calling you lady, lady. like yep. always. Good and point. Then says, oh, shit. And then he's and then he he oh, mentions shit, oh by the way it. the radio is not going to work when you get down yeah. there try and find a way to establish and then the second you get down you find out you've never contacted Adam it's been ra- Raven Beak the whole time and that's why he lets you live and he's calling he you Samus not Lady you. oh yeah, he and calls you Samus he never calls you and, Lady huh. once and that's why his so many of his updates are. You ain't shit. You can't yeah. take on yeah. Ravenbeak. Yeah. Like, That's wow, why Raven Raven because it's Raven because, because Yeah, because it's Ravenbeak talking to you. He's like, accept your helplessness. And that's like, why the memes of them uh having one of the Adam talks be the quote from the uh the SNL skit where uh Kylo Ren is a soldier and he's like, Oh, I heard, I saw Ravenbeak in the shower, dude's shredded. He's got like an eight pack. It, it makes it fucking so funny because you've literally yeah, just it's been Raven Raven Beak Beak just talking hung, about man. Ravenbeak <laughs> the entire time. Corkscrew bird goading dog, y'all. Yeah. He's got to talk about a screw attack, man. Ravenbeak's got it going on. Ravenbeak's but, um, been goading Raven you. Beak, though, he seems like he was designed specifically to give Metroid a new smash kind of right kind of of, yeah (laughs) sort of yeah and i would have been so okay with that in fact i wish that metroid uh, that smash brothers was still going because ravenbeak deserves a character and also this final suit and the new suit i need the new suit the metroid armor they deserve that's actually the new suit is actually one of my complaints not because i don't like the suit i love that suit and it's gone so fast I the blue and white suit looks so so good to me. It yeah. feels so fresh and it feels so new. And especially since this game does do so much to actually move beyond the previous games, it was actually kind of a bummer to have the typical Varia suit and the typical. Oh, uh, I think they're suit. referring to the Metroid suit at the end. Well, I know they're referring to the Metroid suit. I'm referring oh, to the, yes, the blue yes. and white suit. Well, speaking of um, the, uh, the the Metroid, I was talking about both. Yeah, like. The Metroid suit was a cool way of doing the hyper beam. In well, this so, game. so I, I did think that was cool. So speaking of the Metroid suit, there's something that I'm unclear on. I was hoping maybe I could get y- you guys input on it. Okay. Um, after you, after you defeat Ravenbeak, uh, and you escape the, you know, you know, the planets dying as, as planets in 2d Metroids are wont to do, uh, you have to escape. Um, and when you get to your ship, the actual Adam tells you, you know, because you you are now a Metroid, like, and so your touch is life drain, is energy draining, and he stops you and says, "Don't do it. You'll destroy the ship." The ex parasite of Quiet Beak uh, appears, or I'm sorry, Quiet Robe appears, bows, uh, hinting that there is something of Quiet Robe left in there, and there is. He allows you to absorb the parasite, and it cleanses you of, so it does not it, cleanse so her. it's because it, so it it's is, because he's it's because he's one of the toha which yeah. no 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 so, what, but but that's not what my question my question is is uh, did he actually purge you of your metroid dna no or is it no, still there? no he just suppressed it. it suppressed okay. it okay he, he it, just it, lets you, he just lets you control basically it. samus yeah. just so, is no longer running out of control with it samus presumably has the ability to turn that on and off like a light switch now, yeah. Like, think of it like Super Saiyan. Yeah. But but she didn't have control over it the first time. So, the Thoha control the Metroids, right. but the we found out it is it is canonical that the ex-parasites, when they take over uh, more complex life forms, retain their retain memories. Retain the memories, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, when it took over Quiet Robe, so there, there's some back and forth, like, they didn't know if maybe Quiet Robe's Thoha 
genetics allowed it to suppress the X in some way, or the X maintained its uh, retained quiet robes memories. I kind of took it as him having enough willpower to, at certain points, push back against it. I saw it as like a back and forth. But it's also, even if none of that's true and it's just the X parasite acting out of uh, instinct, it's in its best interest to suppress the Metroid, uh, its own predator, by by allowing it to get reabsorbed with, the, true with the Foha. But the ex-parasite is also extinct now. Yeah, that's, that's well, sure. almost, <laughs> almost certainly, but not 100%. So where we're at as of the end of this game is definitively Ridley and Kraid and They're the done. space pirates the are space pirates are done are gone. They're done. Metroids are done. There's Metroids, no more Metroids are done. The X presumably are done because the only in whatever length of time after fusion. Yeah, I don't think they're going to come back to the X and X had popped up is when they got that video of one and they were like, this may be fake, but we don't give a shit. Check it out. Yeah. So, well, we sent robots first and then they went offline. So you're literally the only person that could survive yeah. an X encounter. You know what? Uh, so I've been thinking about what if they followed up because the producer of Metroid said that he had plans for another 2D Metroid. That 2D Metroid is not dead. It's almost got to be a fresh massive, start, kind of. Well, what I'm thinking is if now it's known that Samus is a Metroid, what if the bounty hunter becomes the hunter? Are we going to finally get bounty into put out on Metroid? Federation is bad territory? Because well, I'm so, right. so, I, so I think so. I think I the thought, natural progression. That's what everyone thought. Yeah. Was be. I thought. I thought for sure that this was yeah. just going to be a guys. We can't have that many conversations happening at once. <laughs> Justin first. <laughs> I, I thought for sure, I, I actually, that was what, one thing that really surprised me about the story is I thought that that, because like, especially with the way Fusion ended, it really seemed like, I'm like, okay, this is definitely a trap for Samus. And like, the Emmys are there specifically to take out Samus, like from the Federation. Like, that's what I thought it was. And that's not the way the story went. John. So uh, I, I thought that, so the way I feel is... I have been wondering for the past couple of days where they take 2D Metroid from here, right? Because the way that this was received and the way it is selling tells me that, yeah, we're going to get another 2D Metroid. This is not the last one. Um, now that we've established that Mercury Steam can make a kick-ass 2D Metroid game that will sell well, um, we're going to get another one. 2D and remake I, of Other M that retcons Other M into a so game that fits I don't want, in so between I, Super I, and Fusion. I want new story. I don't want any more remakes. I, what I want have, is a new story. We have got to figure out how to address Other or other M because it straight I, I don't up think breaks the, the franchise. Yeah, you but have to. It breaks uh, the well, franchise. It both I, holds together Super and Fusion in a way that they needed to be held together, but also completely breaks Fusion, which is now deeply important like other m is in this weird quantum it's it's schrodinger's canon schrodinger's canon. i mean the prime <laughs> series is kind of in that same place Not really I mean, well wh- where i'm hoping we go from here personally is a confrontation with silux well that's uh, happening in prime four I, I wish. Do we know that though? Yeah, I mean, because Prime Three and Silex Federation Force. I don't care. Well, about nobody Silex. knows anything about Silex right now. Silex is <laughs> Silex is Schrodinger's lame. We don't know. <laughs> Schrodinger's but, lame. But like Prime Three and Federation Force both ended with Silex teases. It's very clear Silex is the future of Metroid Prime. But that's pre Metroid Two, almost certainly. So where does Metroid Six go from here? Well, I guess something brand new right or the federation as, as is Justin it even suggests. is it even called metroid 
Yes, obviously. Samus is the Metroid. Well, yeah, because now now Samus is Metroid. So when people oh, say yeah, why true, can't yeah. why can't Metroid crawl? It's correct. It makes sense. It's it's technically correct. Yeah, now. that's true. That is true. Um, wouldn't it be cool? How much do you want to bet <coughs> in whatever 2D game comes next, we're gonna get that that uh Metroid armor Samus is like a, a limit break style form. I'd love that. Um yeah, like yeah. That, that I can I can and that's actually what I thought. Uh, after I like, I was like, we are going to get that as like a special ability in the next 2D Metroid game. That's what that's what's going to happen. Um, I, I and I love all the callbacks to the original Metroids in that suit. Instead of like, Aeon just, abilities, you're going to have Metroid yeah, abilities. It, that's yep. kind of what I'm thinking, Derek. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, God, what a what a what a great fucking game, guys! Like like, I this was worth the 19 year wait. I I was so worried that. Because I needed this to be great, and I was worried it was just going to be okay. This is good, um, but this is far and away not just uh, my game of the year. Um, it is also now one of my favorite games of all time, of all time. Like this is in my top ten of all time, um, and I'm just happy to be living in a world where a new 2D Metroid is my game of the year. Like I can't yeah. fucking believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, I, right? I we need to be rapping, I believe, but but yeah. yeah, this this game fucking rips. It's my favorite Metroid. It's one of my favorite games of all time. That's all I have to say at this point. It's What oh. about you, Finn? Uh so it currently and again, I will revisit this later cuz recency bias is a thing, yeah. but I believe I'm being accurate when I say this is my favorite Metroid game and it is is easily a top 3 in the entire genre. Like it, it, the queen has resumed her throne. Yeah. It is one of the best examples of not just a Metroid game, but the entire Metroidvania genre, uh, as a whole. And I can't, but if I really hope I don't have to wait another 19 years I to, hope, to experience I, this kind of quote, you know what? And I, I hope Mercury steam, like their shitty crediting issues aside, like they, I hope that they get the boost that is required for them to, to knock something else out. Yeah. Yeah, and also side note, Nintendo. I don't know if you noticed, but every other Metroid game has gotten a huge sales bump from this, and uh, it's time to put Samus Returns like make remake it on the Switch. Like or, I want it on the Switch. Not even that. Just okay. put Zero Mission Infusion on the Switch. Yeah, like Jesus, come put on, Prime guys. Trilogy on Switch. Um, I think it, Justin. I think the th- go ahead, man. The thing that really got me about this game is like I didn't think that this game could live up to the expectations that I had for it. Like I have waited 19 years for a sequel to fusion and it not only met my expectations, but it surpassed them. And I have not had that experience with a game in a long time. This is, and also Mm -hmm. like I've had a lot of issues with how Nintendo has handled a lot of its franchises that I, I used to be really big fans of recently. I, I do think a lot of times some of their games feel kind of dated or have made decisions that I, I don't agree with. And this it simultaneously feels very modern while being very true to what the series is. And I, I, I cannot, I could not be more happy um, to see this game turn out the way it did. Yeah. It, same. It's, it's so rare that like not only, and like, this is also not made by, you know, the core team. I mean, they had some people from it, but it's not made by the typical Metroid team. Um, and, so many games have come out that are trying to, you know, play on the on the Metroid formula uh, in the past several years, especially from the indie indie titles. And like aside from Ori, which I think did have kind of its own voice 
so many of them are just like, this is like Metroid or Castlevania, but not as good. And like, it's it's so nice that like the real thing can come back and feel like the real thing. Yeah, I so yeah, I mean, if you can't tell, uh, we all loved it. <laughs> we all loved this game. Uh, and uh, yeah, like it, like game of the year discussions this year are going to be really, really interesting because I feel like Metroid Dread is going to hit that benchmark for at least half the podcast. Uh, well, I think it's crazy because just in general, the game of the year, like Psychonauts 2 and Metroid Dread are both sequels that have been like 15 plus years in the making and they both have just crushed it and it makes me happy. Like it, 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 it just, it feels good to have our patience rewarded. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, with that, we've kind of hit our limit here. Uh, so thank you to the boys for hanging out. This was, this was one review. This was the most, ex- I, this is the most excited I had been to do a review in a long time. So thanks guys for hanging out and, uh, talking about Metroid Dread with me because I could, I could do this for another hour, but we shouldn't. I, can tell. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> um, it's, it's so nice that we, one, it's a review that we're all going to be really positive yeah. on. And like, we can just talk about how much we love, but it's also in a series that means a lot to us. And like, and I mean, I'm seeing so many other people like picking up a Metroid game for the first time or like coming back to it and like really enjoying it. And like, that makes me really happy too. Um, it seems like this kind of gave a bit of a, a jolt to the series that it really needed. Yep. Yep. Well, and with that, we will we will head out of here. Uh, don't forget to catch us uh, live on twitch.tv slash official SDGC every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take care of each other, and remember, kindness costs nothing. We're, we'll see you later. <laughs>